What's up, lifers? It's Bricky and Sarge, and we are back for another episode of Life Through Our Lens. And this last weekend, I actually got banned from something. Now, is this a actual physical removal from a place? Nope. It was it was a self ban. My beloved Minnesota Wild fell again to the now hated St. Louis Blues. In my career here, I am now 0-5. Oh, 0-5? 0-5. Well, actually, one of them was a preseason game, so we can probably toss that out, right? Toss out, but that's a sweep. That's a series sweep. Playoffs. Oh, that's a sweep. But it was one regulation loss, three overtime losses. Okay. Okay. But still, man, it is just the knife is being turned. So you are never going back to, was it the Enterprise Center? It's the Enterprise Center. And the Blues and the Wild are, well, I guess when this comes out, the first round will have just ended. But they're playing each other in the first round. And I am not going to any of the games. I refuse. I cannot bring the bad juju. And I think the Blues might miss me. They're going to feel my presence not there and maybe be a little shaky. And from what I heard from you, the place is a dump. It's not. It's old. Like, it's no XL Energy Center. That's for sure. It's older. But, dude, the place gets rocking. Like, it's a fun atmosphere. The St. Louis people are crazy about sports. So we went to a game, and so Albert Pujols is back on the Cardinals this year. And he was at the game, and they put him on the Jumbotron. And I swear to God, I heard so many men get boners. (laughs) <laughs> like it was just immediate, like they love this guy. You could hear the blood rushing. You could just, yes. It was just a unanimous, like, <sighs> like a river flow. Yes. I didn't know he was back on the Cardinals. That's actually fucking sick. I thought he retired. I'm no, really I, in tune to baseball. I think it's just like one last hurrah, but either way, it's really like, ah, the blues I, we like, we actually enjoy, like, I want, I like watching them play. They're a good team. Mm-hmm. And it like, I owe them a lot of gratitude because they're kind of the team that got my wife into hockey. Like when we started dating, the wild were so average, they would barely squeak into the playoffs, get their shit kicked by the jets or whoever. And then it's just like, Oh, we'll do it again next year. But when we moved Madison down here, it was during the blue Stanley cup run. So it was like, perfect. okay actually a good good hockey for her to watch so i i owe them a lot of gratitude for that but they're really just grinding my gears lately all right let's just talk about the playoffs since they're going on right now bold prediction do the wild beat the blues and if so or what's your series prediction i should say so as it sits right now we do not well when we're recording we do not know who has home ice so i think if the Blues have home ice, no, we don't. If the Wild do, it's a coin flip. So you're just, saying no, they're not. I really the first don't. Round. I don't think they will. This is literally like the hell on earth matchup for the Wild. <sighs> like we just do not match up with the Blues, and their power play is, I think, number three in the league. Like it's just automatic, man. It's crazy, and it's like you when you think of the St. Louis Blues, you wouldn't think they have a great power play, but they do. And our penalty kill, the Wilds penalty kill is just terrible. Hot garbage. It's hot garbage. And so recently, like ever since we got flurry though, Talbot's been playing out of his skull. So I think like the X factor that we have is goaltending, but man, the blues are just 
scorching hot right now. So do you th- who do you think is going to be playing in net? I really think they're going to rotate. I don't think they're just going to stick with one guy. Do the tandem. Might as well. I think I mean, they're going to do the tandem. Yeah, because like Flurry, Flurry's legit. Obviously, he was on my beloved Hawks, but that poor bastard was getting shelled. This was not oh. a good year. We're not going to be good for quite a bit. It's going to be some dark years. But let's just do the Stanley Cup, and then we'll get into uh, kick of the week, which is our right. uh, what we're going to be talking about today. All right, I'll go first for the who I think is going to win the Stanley Cup, and I'm going straight wild card. I'm going with the Calgary Flames. Oh, I was going to pick them out of the West, man. I don't even think that's a wild card. You don't think They're it's a wild sick. card? I haven't watched them one bit. They So I've watched them play two games. It was against the Wild both times, and they kicked their ass. Oh, my God. It was like 7-1 to one and 6-1. to one. It was just, oh, they just killed us. Getting your dick pushed in. Holy oh, balls. man. It was bad. And so, yeah, that the Flames are actually my pick out of the West just because they play. Okay. They're going to play either – Dallas or Nashville and like Nashville, like Dallas doesn't scare me at all. And then the, they play the winner of what Edmonton and LA as far as series goes, that's two pretty easy ones. Yeah. I think. Uh, I, I would agree. All right. Well, who do you think is going to win the Stanley cup? Um, well, I got flames in the West and then I would really like to see Toronto go on a run, but I don't think they will. So I'm going to, I'm picking Tampa and I think, the flames are going to beat tampa okay right on that's, we're on the same page really that's what you had tampa yeah no no, no. well no not for i have florida well i'm yeah. going to have florida but cool man all right let's get into kick of the week all right yeah so we're this week we're going back to the og segment kick of the week and that is just something new you're bringing in something a new kick you got or something you're kicking to the curb a habit you're trying to break or something like that and my kick is a first for me. I'm actually kicking something out for the first time ever. First time? Okay. Yep. And that is nice clothes. I'm kicking them to the curb. <laughs> I'm sick of it. The only time I ever spill anything on clothes is when it's a nice shirt. I got a brand new shirt for Christmas. Like an, I like the long sleeve t-shirts, you know? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like them. They're like the perfect thickness. I just, I just like to wear them. I got a nice brand that actually fits me really well. Got it for Christmas. First time I wore it was like a month ago. We went out to a Mexican restaurant, got chips and queso. The smallest amount of queso dripped off, fell on the shirt. Oils went, you know, didn't come out. Shirts ruined. Rattled. (laughs) <laughs> one one and done oh my god dude it's so dumb you know when we were freshmen at umd and we got those penalty box shirts mm-hmm. i wore that until it like disintegrated want how many oil stains it had on it zero <laughs> like that could get oil all over it not the nice shirts oh that's was it like your face not over the table like were you doing some long distance dip chip mouth action like what was going on I don't know. I probably had sloppy form, but it wasn't like a big chunk fell like on my chest. It was, it had fallen and hit like almost like lower rib cage, like off to the side. And it was just a tiny amount, but then the oil spreads, you know, cause I didn't have a tide to go pen or anything. I just kind of wiped it off, moved on with my day. Did you wait, did you dab or did you like 
scrub it in because that might matter. Um, I think I just like wiped it with my finger and then wiped it on the napkin. Oh, you didn't you didn't put it in your mouth? No. <laughs> you what? Wait. Okay. So if so, like, let's say queso, big glob queso. You just you went well, straight to mouth, like finger wipe if, mouth. If I'm at home, sure. Out to eat, no. But like, it, dude, it was. I'm not kidding. It was not big enough to like put on a chip. Then why? It why is it ruined? Then because the oil like got in the fabric and spread, and then okay, it, how many times you washed it? How many Three. Times? Okay, okay, that's never mind. I was gonna say if you washed it once, you no, that's not trying. Three, it's oh, it's done. Can you make? Can you make it a? Make a quilt out of it or something. I don't know, but because I've tried the Tide to Go, I tried Dawn dish soap, and it's okay. like slowly fading, but it's definitely there. Like when if I'm wearing the shirt, it's like, oh, he spilled water on his shirt. Oh, the water never went away. It's just there forever. This guy is dirty. It's uh, it's such trash. And it was like, oh, I really like the shirt. Finally got to wear it once, and it's like, sick, dude. Do you sick. know where the gift was from? You can always, I guess, scoop up a new one, but that's a bummer. Well, yeah. I mean, I know like where I know the brand. I have a not a ton of shirts from there, but a couple. I really like them, but it's like, man, it's not the cheapest shirt in the world. You know, yeah. it's like it's like a nice shirt. <sighs> that's a bummer, man. I know. And <laughs> even if I had like, you know how people put napkins, like like tuck it in the collar where it is a bib. It hit, it hit, it would have missed the bib. It was like off to the side. Like I don't, it defied gravity. I don't maybe, know how it did it. Maybe next time you just use the tablecloth as the bib. Maybe next time I like just rest my head, like on the table, you know, and then just like really don't risk it or just take my shirt off. I think give everybody a show. You should definitely just from now on nice restaurant, rip that shirt off and just, eat. Oh man, I swear. It's only the nice clothes that it happens to though, too. And you want to know another, I think I mentioned this like in one of our, it's called fives, like overrated or whatever, but sweaters, do you know how many times I've shrunk in a sweater after one use, dude? It's the worst. If it like gets lost in the laundry and you don't know what's in there and you just throw it in the dryer, it's done. <laughs> Literally, if it's like a, like a cabbage patch doll it's like you could put it on and if you didn't raise your arms at all, like not even a millimeter could maybe get away with it. But if you move one arm, it's like, there's my belly. (laughs) It's the worst. (sighs) (laughs) Another thing that sucks about sweaters is the lint gets caught in your belly button. That and one of the most overrated looks is the collared shirt under a sweater. (laughs) You deserve to be punched in the nose. In the nose, dude. Right in the beak. Yeah, and it's not comfortable at all. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, everyone knows you're sweating and miserable. You might as well just say, screw, just pick one. Just stick to one. Stick to less is more. Less is more. I'm with you. With you 100%. Because every time I've done that combo, A, all right, a sweater, pretty comfy by itself, right? It's soft. Want to know what's not comfy? A scratchy dress shirt. Want to know what's less comfy? Sweating underneath the scratchy dress shirt. Especially a white one when you sweat a lot and then everyone can see your back hair and your chest hair <laughs> through your shirt. Uh, so yeah, I'm kicking nice clothes to the curb. You're done. Sweatshirt, sweatpants for Ricky and jeans. 
Bricky has uh there's a new meaning for scrub a dub dub and it's Bricky scrubbing it from here on out. That's I like fine it, by me. Okay, my kick of the week is super funky. And by funky, I mean my kick of the week is the Prince and Rick James beef. There's probably zero people that listen to this that had any idea that Rick James and Prince had beef, but they had some beef. And I'm all about it right now. So to get into it, I watched a documentary called Bitchin'. <laughs> the sound of <laughs> the sound and fury of Rick James. Uh, because Rick James is a funky motherfucker. And same with Prince. And I, I'm really into funk music, fucking love it. But I was like, holy shit, Rick James. Buffalo, New York guy. Ben, shout out Benny. But yeah, Rick James is from Buffalo, New York. And he was actually a total piece of shit. Oh, would you imagine that? But anyways, during the documentary, Rick James, I, I, I wonder, you might cut this. Dude, if we can put some audio in that I found, it is so fucking funny. Listen to Rick James talk about Prince, dude. Okay. A, uh, well, Do you have any quotes? He called him little bitch. Like <laughs> the, he, he didn't call him Prince, call him little bitch. But that's uh, funny. So, anyways, um, but yeah, so Rick James was talking about how he hated Prince. So that's my kick of the week, and we'll get so, into it a little more. But first, let's go to your question. Hand up. When I hear those two names together, the only thing I can think of is the Chappelle show. <laughs> As you said, two great scenes. Two and great- so I'm so I know so they're not t- together, right? Like they're separate skits. Yes, but they all so they were on tour together. So in 1980. Rick James saw Prince. And so Rick James had a predominantly black crowd and Prince had a predominantly white crowd. And he was like, dude, this is a quote directly from bitchin, which is a great documentary name, by the way, Prince was a little dude, but he played funky ass shit, which I totally agree with. Like it, just a true statement, but anyway, so yeah, Prince, yeah, Rick James asked Prince to come on tour in 1980, and then Prince would watch all of Rick James's performances and stuff, but and then started kind of like picking and choosing what he would do for his opener because he opened for Rick James and it would basically steal all of his stuff, and then Rick James just fucking hated him. So then they were battling out. They were they were also like business guys too, so they both created all women groups that like battle each other and like would manage them and all male groups super interesting but they were just feuding over anything anything that prince did rick james would do and vice versa but a little fun fact here uh prince's first band was called young purple that's awesome that's so sick dude young purple what up I need to know how you got into this because I like, I just don't get how you, your brain works. You're just all over the map all the time. I love it. But no, the <laughs> old, like I'm Rick James, bitch. Is that what happened? That he, that's like an actual quote from him. Yes. So he did a mountain. He did an Everest worth of cocaine. So like towards the end of his life, man, he couldn't even like smile without cocaine. Like just endorphins wiped. Like some people, some people in his band would get paid in straight blow like wow yeah wow wow shit rick james and also he has a song called 17 which is about basically what what's the is a statutory rape oh yep yeah that's okay a banger great song i love it but (laughs) the words are like and he did marry the 17 year old that he refers to in the song what 
Yeah, dude. He like, dude, Rick James, man. Dude, so super freak. They made it like as a joke and then it just hit. But dude, he was a big watcher, I guess, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, they would call his house the whorehouse. And it, he would just walk around going into rooms. Yeah, I'm mean, just watching orgies. <laughs> he didn't like to participate. He just liked to watch. He, I mean, he definitely was, you know, grabbing some titties, you know, slapping some butts, I'm sure. But yeah, it was just wild. But uh, anyways, so the funnest fact that I found out about this beef, which you are going to love, and I think the lifer is going to love this too. So Rick James's mom loved Prince. And at the 1982 VMA Awards, Rick James's mom came up to Prince to give him an autograph. And Prince and Rick James hate each other so much, he just straight up denied Rick James's mom an autograph. And they all, and then Rick James found about found out about it and like tried to fight Prince. And and basically, there's a quote. There's a quote that I hope we can insert here about him talking shit about Prince, but basically he's like, I'm going to kick your ass, you four foot nine little bitch ass. And, uh, oh, one little other quick uh, fact I forgot to mention when they first met, Rick James met Prince and Prince had pink high heels on, stilettos. How? What? Yeah. Prince was, he, dude, he was uh, something else. But uh, basically the song, I Want to Be Your Lover, great song. Great song by Prince. Rick James really loved that song, so he was like, "Yeah, you're coming on tour." And how did the how did they squash the beef, or did it just never end? Never did. To the graves, grudge to the grave. Yeah, and then like so. Basically, the moral of the story though is that Rick James was jealous of Prince because Prince got more of a mixed audience than Rick James ever did, which is I a see. crime because Rick James is the shit. But you got like funky ass shit, which is not for everyone. You got to have the funky bone. You know, you've heard of the funny bone. Some people like your boy got the funky bone. And you Rick, got the funky bone. Absolutely. What are, so I like, I'm sure if I heard some songs, I would recognize them. But like, what's a famous Rick James song? She's a super freak. Super oh, freak. okay. She's super freaky. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You said you said that earlier. I, okay. What else does he have? There's a song called Mary Jane. Do you actually, you probably, oh man, you probably don't know any of his stuff. I know Super Freak, obviously. I think most people do. Uh, there's the one that I, I really like. It's called Ghetto Life. It's about growing up in the ghetto of Buffalo. Probably my, actually, I think my favorite one is called Busting Out on the Funk. <laughs> oh, man. Prince play, could play any instrument. Yep. And, and so, he was really good at everything. Is Rick James on okay, the so, same? So, no. So Rick James was a horrible, he was a bass player huge time quotes here he was brutal not a good performer oh. but he was an unreal singer dude okay rick, the rick james documentary was insane so he like actually got started in canada believe it or not as like a motown guy it's like a okay. like that type of stuff like the um like the barbershop guys kind of i don't know sure or, or, or you're talking like think of like the family guys it's cut away the, the court yeah the quartet yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yeah, yes. Yeah. So like that kind of stuff, because like the temptations are really big at that time. But then that was music was kind of moving on from that. So yeah, he get he got started in Toronto because he was avoiding Vietnam. So if you like got out of the country, you didn't have to go to 
Vietnam. Yeah, and that's close to Buffalo. So, okay. Right across the pond or the river, whatever the fuck is over there. <laughs> <laughs> Not a geography guy. Isn't it like Lake Erie or something? It's one of them. Yeah, sure. Some body of water. Have to take a bridge there. But I will say Prince overall is better, but I like Rick James as well. But yeah, and super I, interesting, man. I mean, with Prince being from Minnesota, I know far less about him than I should. I mean, obviously, I know a bunch of his songs, but I haven't really deep dove, deep dive, whatever you want to say it, into his life at all. But just like the the one thing that I have heard is he could pick up any instrument and be the best at it. Yeah, dude, he's a unreal sick. bass player, dude. I've watched so many YouTube videos of him just fucking slapping, baby. Gets me going. I'm like, dude, Prince, you are the man. And you're 5'2", boy. Dude, he was a high school basketball player and all that. And I think he was actually a super good athlete, which is funny as shit. He's good at everything. Except at being tall. But when, dude, when you're that good, it don't matter. Let's be honest. Yeah. The Chappelle Show skit, we, we should just post that. God, that's just a... It's Absolutely. one of his best. It is so it, it's so funny because it's true. And same with the Rick James thing. That's funny as hell as well. God damn. Game blouses. Yeah. Uh, before we wrap up here, all right, this is just total wild card, but Ricky, I lived a dr- my dream the other day. And this is going to sound very weird, but I'm going to do it. So my dog, Lily, she is almost 16. She's older than dirt. But I was petting her the other day and I feel this little bump and I have an issue. I am a popaholic. Gross. So that is, where this is going. I don't like it. So I, she just got a haircut. So her hair is nice and short. I find this thing. I give a nice, just a little, just a little, little tester, little hard, little jolt squeeze. All of a sudden a bunch of hair comes out. I'm like, Oh yeah, baby. I've been waiting for this moment. I've been waiting to pop assist for years. You need help, dude. I wish I would have got it on video, but I was too in the moment. Get no, away you from do not assist. video that. That is disgusting. So you think it's disgusting? I'm not weird, dude. There's a shit ton of people. There's a you are weird. Show. I love Sandra. Don't even get me started with her. But anyways, disgusting. I'm popping this thing, man. And there's just so much just skin follicles or whatever, like grease or whatever coming out of this thing it was fucking awesome dude i've been waiting for i've been saying for years i want one of my friends to grow a cyst so i can pop it and my dog did god bless her but yeah i just need to say that anyways we're gonna wrap this up here i just need to get that off and on the airwaves because i'm a psychopath but uh once again thank you all for listening check out our website at www.lifethrowerlens.com shoot us an email at uh, I almost said our fucking phone number. Shoot us an email at life through our lens zero zero at gmail. Leave us a voicemail at 651-419-0885. Be sure to rate us five stars on Spotify and Apple or whatever the frick you're listening on. And once again, spread the word, you freaking turds. Take her easy. How? Oh.